Good morning, everybody. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses, when quality and flavour matter. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. For those of you who know me really well, you can hear that I have a little cold. <laughs> so you can hear all the N's and M's or with my nasally voice and my raspy Australian voice today. So we made it into the studio for a very exciting, um, you know, ad- foodie adventure today. Um, I love food. I love to shop for it, talk about it, eat it, eat at re- restaurants, anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes. I cater for people for Shabbos, Yontov, Sukkot. Tishrei, Pesach, you name it, I'm cooking for it. I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures, my kosher food traveling and sharing of great recipes and food ideas each week. But I want to hear about your experiences too. So you can email me, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com and you can join my fan page, The Aussie Gourmet, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter um, and my newsletter. I don't send out too many newsletters, so I'm not so annoying. <laughs> um, so if you've had a bit, let's make this a conversation. If you eat it, if you made it, I want to hear about it. Um, We've had a few really exciting um, uh, couple of weeks because we've had, we've just had Rosh Hashanah. Now, today is, I'm in the studio today. I'm with Yoni Pollock. He's my amazing, amazing engineer today. And we got together in the city because something very special crossed my path today. (sighs) Sweet Nashings is here in the studio AKA, what do you want to eat? Amy Kreitzer is here from Texas. She's um, a gigantic food blogger and Instagrammer. And now I can add to her uh, list of amazing things that she does is cookbook writer. So Amy's going to, when I found out Amy was going to be here in the studio, uh, in New York doing um, some book signings, I said, I've got to make it happen that she comes into the studio and, and, we made it happen, thanks to Yoni and, and Amy for being able to come down. So we are now, you are listening to this after the Chagim, but we are actually in real time today. It's the Thursday after Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so it's before Sukkot, even though you're listening to it after Sukkot. So um, we're going to have a fun, fun show because I have Amy here, who's going to be on later on in the show, along with my good, good, good friends, Liz Reuven, who's been on the guest show, who's been a guest on the show many times. But before we get to Amy and Liz, um, something special has crossed my path. You can see that I'm a little bit sick today. (laughs) Um, There is actually no video to those of you who like to watch uh, Table for Two. Today's a listening audio only, like back in the old days, like the pilot. I've actually never watched the pilot. If you've ever listened to the pilot of Table for Two, I haven't. I listened to it the first time it came out, but if you... um, want to listen to it (laughs) I should actually listen to it again Um, so it's back in the old days where it's just audio and we're going to have an an amazing show so we hope that you'll stay but um, Chala Bake is the Chala Bake for Shabbos Projects is coming up um, uh, November 12th I believe Pashat Noach and I guess you're listening to this like a week or two beforehand but um, I was asked by Yachad if I would get involved uh, in a challah bake for the kids and I could not turn this down. So I said, why don't you come into the studio and let's um, let's chit-chat about what Yachad is because I'm a little bit in the dark. I know it's run by OU. I know it's special needs kids, but that's really all I know. So let's um, introduce um, on the show 
we have uh, Aaron Rosenthal. Uh, he's the di- director of the New York Yachat, correct? Um, and I have Shoava Berezenbar, who's also um, your, your development. Okay, your development associate. associate. There you go. <laughs> um, who is joining us today from Yachad. So welcome to the show and thank you so much for coming in. I know it's like definitely a busy time for everyone right now. Thank you so much for having us on the show. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. So um, let's talk about exactly what Yachad is. What you know, if you want to go first. Sure. Um, thank you, Naomi, for having us for Table for Two. Really uh, exciting to be here. This is my first time in radio, so I'm really <laughs> excited. Video or no video, this is great. Um, I guess our our tagline is really because everyone belongs. That's Yachad's motto, because everyone belongs. And we promote social inclusion programming for all aspects of Jewish life. We have uh, many programs around the country, Canada, Israel, um, we're world famous for our Shabbatonim, which is in 12 states around North America, 41 cities. And we actually, this past year, we had, a, I think, over 400 Shabbatonim, which is... Wow. Weekend right. retreats. Yeah, Shabbatonim for... Uh, yeah, what what is the, exactly does that mean for so everyone? Shabbatonim are our Yachad members joining a community for Shabbat and in a social inclusion setting, coming, participating in the tefillot with the shul, having meals together... Um, some other activities, and just a chance for the community and for Yachad to join together for an entire weekend. Really a beautiful setting. What is a Yachad member? Please so tell us. A Yachad, uh, in case someone who's like coming out of the left field, just pretend we've never heard of Yachad before. How would you explain what a Yachad member is? So Yachad um, seeks to create social inclusion programming for individuals with disabilities. Okay. Uh, so that is, you know, our programming and all of that seeks to create those experiences bringing together individuals with special needs within the Jewish community and finding opportunities to have programming together. And that ranges. You could have special needs. You could be on the autism spectrum. It really doesn't matter. Okay. All are included. Okay, nice. So it's what ages? Like any age? So we have, um, we have pretty much all ages. We, we begin at about um, 11 or 12 really about 10, 11, 12, and we have a juniors division, that's the elementary school age. We have a seniors division, which is high school age, and a little bit beyond high school. And then we have Rayim, which is, for individuals with disabilities, um, you know, the sky's the limit, and we, it's, it's inclusive, so we have programming for all ages. That's so wonderful. How long ago did Yachad start? Yachad is, I believe, 30 years. So it's been going a long time. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's really just amazing. Just had our 30th anniversary. I have to say, as a Jewish people, we really take care of each other, right? Like, there's something for everyone on on every spectrum and on on every need. Sure, and it's you know we, we've created so many programming recently. I'm sure you're familiar with Birthright. Yeah, I actually led a Birthright trip for oh, wow. OU for Israel Free Spirit, which I want to talk to you about later. Um, so Yachad has a Birthright of their own, where it's all inclusive, and we have Yachad members able to hang glide and go up Masada and do everything just like a regular birthright trip. That's amazing. I'm assuming you have a lot more staffing because our birthright trip, there was four of us. Uh-huh. Me yeah, and my so husband, we, make we were a work. married couple, and then yeah. we had two others. There so. definitely is some extra staff members that go along. We, um, uh, Even if they have a wheelchair, we have lifts that could like take them up and everything. We figure out ways to include everybody. That's so nice. If people want more information about... Um, Yes. Yeah, a birthright for Yachad. Definitely, they, they should check out yachad.org. They'll see all our programs and everything there. We also have teamyachad.com, which is our marathons. 
So this year we're running in Vegas. Woohoo! I heard Miami. about that. Yes, yeah. so that's going to be very exciting. That's January 29th. And we also have the Jerusalem Marathon in March 17th. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so um, I think you and Phyllis Kogel had reached out to me. Maybe Phyllis, I don't know whose idea it was to do a bake. Yes, yeah, so you know, with, with the Shabbos project, like all the everyone around the world is getting together to do um, keep Shabbat together, which I think is like a, such a beautiful idea. It started off in South Africa a couple of years ago. Yeah, into that. And it caught on like wildfire. And the, a big part of the program is, is to do um, challah bakes. Um, I'm going exactly. to exactly. I think that you just said it right there when you said everyone's involved in it. So why not make an inclusive challah bake? And now really everyone could be part of it. So Yaha decided to do a challah bake November 9th, which is the Wednesday before the Shabbos project, mm-hmm. and it's going to take place at the Orthodox Union, and uh, it's going to be great. Because it's going to be hosted by <laughs> Naomi. I'm, I'm going to wow. be the, the yeah. MC and the, I don't know, head baker. I've never, I'm not actually known for my baking, which is why it's so good because I have Amy's <laughs> book who's teaching me a lot about baking. Um, but I do, I'm, do, I'm very into bread baking, so I'm not so much into so desserts. I like to eat desserts. <laughs> <laughs> I've made everything. I've just, you know, haven't really, you know, You're don't, don't like to bake so, demos, so yeah. much. Yeah, it's maybe because I'm always on a diet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but um, we're gonna we're gonna do a challah bake, and and I think it's so nice to get together. And everyone's gonna make their own five pound batch, which means they can make a bracha, and it can become very meaningful. Wow, awesome. So um, that is going to be November 9th. Um, Correct, November 9th um, in the evening, and everyone is welcome to attend. Children, parents, Yachad members, anybody. Okay, and how does one sign up for this? You could go to yachad.com and you'll see Chalabek, um is right there. You could click on it, buy yourself a ticket, and show up. Okay. Yachad.org, sorry. Okay, yachad.org. Okay, yeah. I know there's like lots of different .com, <laughs> Okay, for the Chalabek. Okay, are there any other upcoming programs that we, you know, besides the marathon or... So we have we have so many programs and the, the websites are the best place to see them. Um, we have so much going on. You know, it's a cooking show, so I do have to mention we have Yachad Gifts. Which um, is really what is that? so. Yachad gifts is um, we employ our Yachad members in a facility that produces really high-end, beautiful gifts that can be sent for Shabbat, uh, for Shabbat hosts, or for any of the holidays, for any needs that one would have. Beautiful Yachad gifts basket, and those are created and put together by our Yachad members. So it's a win-win. Oh, very nice. It's getting a beautiful package for a fair price and having something beautiful to present. And also helping to put our Yacha members in a vocational setting, which is a win-win. Where, where is that based out of? So we have a facility in Brooklyn. And nice. we have a warehouse and we have some beautiful packages. You can see those online. And some really yummy snacks and <laughs> see, baskets. See, it all comes back to the food, doesn't it? <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't go without mentioning Yacha gifts. So, and again, that, you can find all that information on, um, on our website. With those, there's links to, those, to Yacha uh, gifts. Very nice. Well, I'm very excited that you came down here because I think it's like such a nice exposure for me. I learned a little bit more about what Yaha does. Hopefully my listeners can get involved and, you know, if they know someone that might want to come to this or benefit out of it. Exactly, yes. Yeah, spread the, the word. Or tell get anybody in. to come. It's okay, great. Yeah. great. So, so again, yacha.org. Um, and we're going to be there at November 9th. Um, there are so many challah bakes, but I, just while we're on the topic of the challah bakes, uh, November I'm getting together um, to do a virtual challah bake uh, the week of the week before um, 
the Shabbat project. We're going to do a challah actually at my house and we're going to invite some of the table for two listeners. So if you would like to be part of the crew that comes down and does prepares the videos and the, the promos and all that for the challah please email me, naomi at nachamsegel.com and I'll let you know all the details. But I think it would be a lot of fun to get together, to bake together with me, with some of my foodie friends. And, you know, I think there's nothing better than baking bread, breaking challah together. You know, I, I think it's like a, such a special thing, especially it's a big woman's mitzvah also. Right, mitzvah, yeah. So it's going to actually be ladies only. <laughs> if you're a guy, I'm sorry. It's, Yoni looks really disappointed. Maybe you'll but come Yoni to could come to Yachad's Chalabay. Yeah, Yoni can come to Yachad's Bake Sale, which is not too far from the Lower East Side. It's 11 Broadway. Exactly. It's downtown Manhattan, 11 Broadway in the Financial District. Okay, Grace, thank you so much for coming on to the show. You're welcome to stick around, but I know it's a very busy day and our our, um, our work days are very restricted right now. <laughs> well, Naomi, we, we thank you really for, for promoting our inclusion programs and for getting involved with Yacha. Really, it's something very special. We're happy for the partnership. Thank you so much. My, my pleasure. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to be down there next week and we're going to do some exactly, I was planning. Exactly. I'm looking yeah, forward we have to, to working what, with you. What, How early can I come? What seven? Whatever. Are you are you in are you in early? Uh, I don't. could be if okay, you want to come in early. How about nine a.m.? We're making our meeting live on air right now. <laughs> it's nine o'clock. Nine sounds great. Okay, great because I've got a very busy day next. Anyone week. else wants to attend the meeting as well? They all yeah. know about it now. So please. yeah, everyone else can come join us because it's so much fun. Um, yeah, I have a whole big foodie adventure next week uh, in the city next Thursday, which is going to be after Yom Kippur. Um, October 13th, I believe. It's the Food Network food and wine dinner. And it's actually, they're doing a kosher dinner. They don't usually have a kosher dinner, but they're doing a kosher dinner. So we're super excited. So I bought my tickets and I'm, and Deanie Klein of Deanie Delivers, um, we're meeting that day and we're going to do a, a little bit of a foodie adventure and then we're going to go there for dinner. But my day starts off with you. So I'm going to pack it all in. So <laughs> we will be in touch. Thank you so much for having us again. Really okay. look forward to working with no you. No problem. Okay. All right, great. So you guys can all switch seats or, or move on with your day, whatever works for you. Really, thank you very much for coming, both of you. Um, all right, that was Shoava Berezin Bar and Aaron Rosenthal, director of New York Yachad for our... Bake a bake off for Chala projects. So I'm very excited to be involved. It's such a great cause. You heard a little bit <coughs> more about it. You have to excuse me and my crazy voice and my crazy cold. This is actually much better. Bye, thank you. Um, I'm actually doing much better. I just sounds. I feel like I sound ridiculous still. My Aussie accent and my runny nose, <laughs> my nasally voice. Okay, so in the hot seat, I have. And I'm not used to not having the camera, Yoni. <laughs> I keep going like this. Usually the camera's here and I'm like holding everything up. We can pretend, yeah. Yeah, we can maybe do a little bit of Facebook Live later yes. also. Um, okay, so let me just turn my notes. Okay, I'm very excited uh, to have you in the house. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nacham Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses when quality and flavour matter. We are also heard on our Sheva English Radio. So I have the spunkiest food blogger out there. <laughs> I just want to say, I can say that, right, in front of Liz, right? Oh, is, yeah. I'm isn't, not a, yeah. isn't she so spunky? I love Amy. Amy, you are like, I love watching your oh, blog. Oh, thank you. <laughs> your, and I found you through Instagram when 
You probably already had 10,000 followers. For her, that's like nothing. Like, no, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I, I, I hit 7,000 today. I'm that's like, a lot too. <laughs> it's not bad, but you're like, hey, up there. It's a lot. It's all a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. People don't realize to keep an Instagram a business page, like not just pictures of your kids or your Sunday outings, but a business uh, um, Instagram posts and takes a lot of work and I don't think people realize that yeah for sure it takes a lot of content plus I would like to answer everyone's questions they have or comments so it's a lot to go through on your phone <laughs> right sometimes questions are like I don't know the answer to that yeah. and I'll be uh -huh. honest like I try to keep it real oh totally yeah me too I don't mind admitting if I don't know something or I'll look it up but okay so let's talk about little Amy <laughs> when you were when you were a young girl where did you actually grow up I grew up in Connecticut in West Hartford oh like, so I'm right not here. I'm not a real Texan <laughs> Yeah, you don't have Which you that. can tell by the accent, right? Right, people, you don't have it. People meet me and they say, where's your accent? But I'm not a Texan. Uh, she has I the boots. I do have the boots, yes. We're going to take pictures of the boots yes. later. <laughs> when Shash Shash Turin is here, we always take pictures of Ash. Oh, well, she has way better shoes than I do. <laughs> yeah, she's like outrageous. Shout out to you. We miss you here in New York, Shash. Um, yeah, so when did you move to Texas? And what was so, the draw? So I actually lived in New York City for a little while. Uh, I graduated college and then lived here until 2009. Okay. And then my job was very affected by the economy, and I decided I just wanted to try something different. And I love New York, but kind of miss some warm weather and that kind of thing. So I visited Austin on a whim, and people say, oh, you had the best time. No, I had the worst weekend ever. It rained oh, really? the whole time I was there. I got in a minor car accident. Oh. Like, everything should have been bad, but despite all that, I just loved the city. So I said, if I can love the city on a bad weekend, surely I'll love it on a good, a good weekend. weekend. So I, I didn't want to move without a job. So I applied for a job working at a consultancy there. And a few weeks later, I got it and I was moving to Texas. That's your, you have a marketing yes. background? Yeah, I went to business school for undergrad. Oh, that's so. why she's so good at this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, actually, it's all it coming came, together. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. All my weird previous experience did actually make sense to so where I ended up. So you never know where your so, experience you know, I mean, ties well, in. Well, I mean, when I was in college, we barely had Facebook, so you, blogs weren't really a thing. So you yeah. can't. I had no idea I was going to do this because it didn't exist. So. Right, right. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, I actually happen to love your website. Thank you. When you go into recipes, it's very neat and organized. I and try. I worked on that. Yeah. Pictures. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so when you need to find something, it's it's very easy to get to. I know that mine 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 needs a little updating. I think right, my mine's are like a little old fashioned. Liz has got also a stunning website, but yes, these, things have got to be up, uh, updated. Liz Reuven from Kosher Like Me. Hi, how are you? Hi, good morning. Thanks for coming in today. Yeah, I really appreciate it on so many levels. <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> we're going to actually have a foodie adventure because it's not Air of Sharpest and we can actually hang out. So we've got to find out where we're going to go to eat afterwards. You can follow our adventures from what we did two weeks after you listen. Yes. Uh, two weeks after it happened. It'll be on Instagram already. It'll be on Instagram so, already. So you'll I haven't just done it yet, but I know. <laughs> we know it's going to be, be there fun. for everyone to see. Yes. That's right. That's how we live, right? Yeah. Out there. Do you know I was on the front page of the Wall Street Journal last week? I read it. That's awesome. I read it. Okay, how insane was seen. that? I love, so how much would you pay for uh, a fruit? Yeah. yeah. I paid for a selection of fruits. And uh, guys, I just want to know, tell you, Tzvi knows everything how much money I spend. So the quote was, I was on the phone with her for an hour talking about the beautiful Shekhayano fruits and, and the, you know, why we look for something cool and different and Hidur HaMitzvah, which is um, you do something extra special and spend extra money for the holiday. God gives it back to you during the year. But I said it, you know, like a little bit easier than that. And then 
Um, her takeaway from my quote was, don't tell my husband I spend 50 bucks on fruit for the new year. Oh, no. So my I'm hashtag sassy. when I, I posted it. I knew it wasn't it, you. Uh, I, but I said it. I definitely said it. You did say that? Oh, for sure I said it. But that was in an hour's <laughs> worth of context. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little, little bit before and there was a little, you know when you do dot, 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 conversation, dot, dot, dot? Sure. All she got was that little bit. There was so much before and after. So my husband laughed. Anyone that knows me knows, you know, we never tell our husbands the full price. Don't listen, Yoni. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Bezrat Hashem, you'll get the wife and you'll hear that, you know. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, that, that was a lot of fun. I got a lot of bit of PR from that. But, you know, my quote, Nechai Frischman, I don't know if you've met her through me. She yeah. she does fruit platters. Oh, cool. um, and she's my expert on all the fruits. So when they called me, I said, you've also got to call Chai Frischman. Our fruit platters are more out in uh, my neighborhood in uh, the five towns in Far Rockaway. So she definitely gave a little insight. She was also on the phone for an hour and that's all they took home was that her first like little that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's, it's definitely fun being in the spotlight, right? Do you find that you get that? Like, do you get recognized wherever you go? Yeah, sometimes, which is kind of crazy. Uh, it's where people will come up and say, you liked my bagel on Instagram once. And, and I love it. I love meeting people in person. So I don't mind at all. So so let's now, we, we've heard a little bit about how, how you ended up in Texas. How did you end up with what you want to eat? Yeah, so I moved to Texas, and I told all my friends in New York and Connecticut, and at that time, Austin wasn't even on the radar. Now people know it with South by Southwest and ACL, and it's a fun place. But at the time, people were like, you're moving to Texas? Like, why? Like, do you have to get a horse? Like, they had no idea. <laughs> I know, it's like people so, ask me if I have kangaroos in Australia. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You have the stereotype, like, cowboy, you know, horse, and Austin's Wait, a very... Boots. I mean, I do have the boots, but they're very comfortable. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture okay, of those yeah, boots. Yeah, I wish we had the video for the boots. Oh, uh, yeah. But so I started my, so I moved there, got an apartment, got a car, like all these fun grown up things. And I started my job and I met some great new friends, but my job was so boring. It was really? like soul sucking. Yeah, yeah, you cannot handle it. Was, no, right? I don't do boring. And my either. job in New York was very fun and creative. I was traveling a lot. And you're like 22 in Las Vegas, you know, for the week. It's, I'm like, I love being an adult. And then I moved here and it was you know, dealing with clients and a lot of computer work and, I decided it, you know, it wasn't for me, but I didn't know what I wanted to do next. And you know, when I was bored at work, after playing on Facebook and doing all the procrastination I could, I started to read some different food blogs, okay. and I had become friends with some of these people. Who like were I your thought. inspirations? Oh, so early on, it was probably some like healthy living blogs, like not even really. I don't even know if they exist today. All of them. Uh -huh. so there was one with like Shape Magazine. It wasn't even a real like blog as we think of it today. Okay. It was their blog. Um, probably Tori Avey's blog was one of, okay. you know, she, what, uh, we know it, her. her and now, her was started as Shiksa in the Kitchen. Yeah. And now she's just Tori Avey. Yeah. Oh, she's Switcher. I thought yeah. I hadn't seen the Shiksa in a while. Yeah. yeah. So she does, now she focuses oh. on a little food history and a little more broad. Yeah, I like she wanted to stuff. change the name. I actually reached so. out to her, but I never heard back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's, yeah, I love reading She's her. great, yeah. yeah. And there's some other, you know, just in general kind of food blogs. And then, you know, I decided I wanted to start my own. It's, I was, this was a great network, and I'd made some friends, even though I'd never met them through it. And right. uh, so at the time, I was really into baking. Funny enough that I have the baking book now. Yeah, and we're going to come up, to know why yeah, baking went first. Baking with my grandmother and my mother a lot. Like, they they cook, and they're great cooks, but their baking is their, is their right. thing. So okay. we'd make blintzes and rugala, all the, all the classic things. And then when I was in college and lived in New York, I'd always bake for my friends. We'd have theme parties and I'd have 
cookies and cupcakes to go with it all. So at the time, I said, perfect. And this is 2009 or 10. This is 10 now. So cupcakes are really in. So I decided I'm going to do a cupcake, an all cupcake blog. Perfect. Okay. How, who could ever get sick of that, right? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about it very much. So every week I'll do a new flavor cupcake for the seasons. It'll be great. And I told my brother, my younger brother, but he's always been a good business advisor for me. Not that I was even thinking about as, as a business. I said, I'm going to do a cupcake blog. And he said, that's dumb. So I decided. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, dumb, sis. Yeah. So he's like, why do you want to make cupcakes like the rest of your life? I said, no. So we thought about different ideas. And he said, what about Jewish food? Like the food we grew up with, uh, the Ashkenazi kugel and brisket and all that stuff. So I She's loved so it. Ashkenazi. Yeah. We don't have a camera today. <laughs> But she's blonde and blue eyes. Liz has got red hair and blue eyes. I'm like, I, hey, you're also blonde. Yeah, we're I'm the like blonde. The only yeah. brunette in the room. That rarely but happens. But I have green yeah. eyes. This is yes. what our people look like. Right. This is Everything. the reality. We're a mixed pot. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So, so I decided I liked it. That's what I was going to do. So I started blogging in 2010, and I never looked back. How did you get what you want to eat? Because that's so, brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. So it was kind of similar with my brother. It was always a joke we had. Like we'd open the door and be like, "After Jew." Like Jew for you. It was like after Jew. It was our little joke growing up. So it seemed natural to do something with the food blog. And we actually, I still have the chat. We did some G chatting about names. What's and went G back chat? and forth. Like Google, on Google Mail. Oh. It's like just like a little instant okay. chat thing. So we were both at work. We were at work. <laughs> we're too old. Yeah, we were at work. So, we, you know, we couldn't talk. So we were chatting about different name ideas. And uh, I had the correspondence. And then at the end, what you want to eat was the winner. So... Okay, let's say it slowly to make sure everyone can yes. hear. It's not what you want to eat. It's what you want to eat. You, you know, eat. we're doing the pun on you and you. <laughs> yes. I think it's so cute. Um, with Ova, I'm just having a look now um, on on Insta because, like, I'm so excited for you. I think you, you probably have the biggest out of all the bloggers. I don't what know. What do you want to eat? 32,500. It's amazing. I think, I think Chef Hire yeah. is not too far behind at 32,000. Who's that? Ah. Chef Hire at 32. Oh, that's that's amazing. Yeah. I'll get her. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a yeah. competition. <laughs> I know. It's not a competition. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think everyone can win. A little competition win. is yeah. always good, oh, but yeah. it's all fun. And you know what? Best thing about the kosher food bloggers you can be this religious, you can be not that religious, you can be not and we are all friends. I think it's like amazing yeah, that the I love community it. is like achtot, like the achtot, the togetherness of our group. Like we're just kosher on different levels and different things and you know. We all do different things. We all do different things yeah. and I love that. You know, we did a, um, a get together at my house and we did some sourdough and we had people that, hello Israel, people that were not and everyone was like, respecting and how can we help the people that are Israel because I'm not Chal Israel, but you know someone who's Chabad is Chal Israel, and you know I had to make sure she had stuff for her like it was I, I love that about our, our me too that was like circle. our dinner we had last summer I came I was going to Israel and was in New York one night so I reached out to some bloggers oh, yeah. yeah and everyone came from from New Jersey Everywhere. and Brooklyn and everyone came yeah I wanted to have to dinner together that. it was, yeah. was a great we, it was we great have, we could have done a movie that night it was so great <laughs> yeah it was so it much was. Work well now we can do live Facebook feeds yeah of that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. We could have. Yeah, now it was we, really fun. Now we can make a movie wherever we go. <laughs> like, yeah, I walk true. into my supermarket. Hey, Facebook <laughs> Live. Naomi is shopping and buying biscuits. <laughs> Lotus butter. Like, it's a movie. One thousand views. And yeah. people will watch it, and they're fascinated. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? I yes. love. I love being in the kosher food scene. So it's. Right. I feel like I'm yeah, helping. Yeah, it's a good. It's a great community. I think everyone wants to help each other, and 
they're friendly. And, and you've yeah. done actually a big service to us because your cookbook is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> you know, as I said, I'm not a big baker because I like to That's eat okay. yes. a big steak sandwich. My dessert would be a steak, right? Like yes. I'm steak with but, a second steak for dessert. Yeah, yes, right? <laughs> like the ultimate carnival. But I love my fruits and vegetables. And everybody knows that Liz has taught me so much about seasonal vegetables. I made a crazy mm. kale salad last night. I love oh, it that you say God. that. That's so fascinating. All <laughs> right, but yeah, it's become like my MO yeah, around. Well, we took you to that farmer's market in Westport. I know. That really blew you away. That blew me away. Yeah. And now I go to Union Square and then I have a CSA now. Sure. Like A CSA, that's a big leap. I'm proud of you. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Expensive, but awesome. Yes. And it's it's like, worth it. And a oh, challenge, a big challenge. A challenge because you don't know what you're going to get. You get it. You kind of like buy into a farm basically. I call it my farm. And then um, it comes every Tuesday and we pick it up. Like we had to go after Rosh Hashanah at night. Yeah. They stay up until 10, the, our pickup place. So one of the girls, there's four of us in the rotation. So she had to go after Rosh Hashanah. My job is to go Erev Yom Kippur um, to pick it up. And someone's got to go after Sukkot and someone's got to go after Simchas Torah at night. And you bring the food home and it's a surprise. What are we going to have for dinner this week? Right. So. And it's like, oh no, rutabaga again. <laughs> oh no, you know, we had so <laughs> much. I want rutabaga. What am I doing with it again? <laughs> Swiss chard. We had so much Swiss chard. I love Swiss chard. I love Swiss chard. I don't mind it, but so much of it. And it's very dirty. It's like it's very it's dirty. dirty and sandy and we have to soak it and soak and, and buggy and it takes a long time to yeah. get it all cleaned up ready to eat but it, it's um so I like my fruits and my vegetables I love my meat I like to eat dessert like a little bit of dessert but I haven't gotten so into baking but this book has in- inspired me so much oh, thank to, cake, you. to bake I was actually going to bake something today oh. to, yesterday to bring into the studio but my head cold was crazy yesterday, so I feel really bad I didn't bake. That's okay. <laughs> I didn't bake either, so <laughs> that makes both of us. Okay, <laughs> and I didn't bake either. Neither Because we have a big cooking da- eating day ahead of us yeah. today. Yes, exactly. Um, yes, I'm sorry, Yoni, we have no baked goods. Quite often, sorry. Z- yeah. ZK and I eat through the show, so I promise you. And sometimes you get to eat too. So <laughs> next time we'll we'll bring something awesome in. Um, so what I love about this book is that you've got a whole Pesach section. I, as a Pesach chef, really appreciate that. Oh, so good. this is actually... And all year, I'm, see, I'm holding up the book like I think there's a camera there. <laughs> I'm used to that. Um, I love this book because you have the Pesach stuff and everything's got a twist. So why did you start with dessert? Well, so the real story is when the publisher came to me, they wanted a Jewish desserts book. So really? I said yes. <laughs> but the, behind that, I grew up baking and that was really my first foray into cooking and baking was in, was the sweet so it made total sense i feel like so they didn't even know that. that and i think it was a perfect match you know I, I think kids um actually um will like i'm not gonna ask my daughter to i have four daughters so yeah. i don't say hey let's make chicken together that's so like boring when you're eight right let's bake a cake so or when you're yeah. four like crack the eggs mix the bowl yeah, oil sugar so i think that's how kids really get into baking like, and i didn't even realize that yeah when i came out with this book i also it's really colorful which is just what i like you know there's unicorns very much sprinkles. in keeping with your blog yeah that, well, that's right. just my it's personality right. yeah but uh, kids love it and like my um my cousin's daughter olivia this is her bedtime story which i didn't even pay her to do she wants to like read it every night which is really cute it's cool my, but it's yeah i didn't my, even think of it it's a great way for parents to cook with their kids and bake with their kids because it's fun and it's it's just not rogalach recipes it's like it's got a twist on every single thing a modern twist what do you, what do you say new yeah. twist on traditional jewish desserts it's great like well, i think that's what people are looking for right you know we did a, a promo and a giveaway on kosher like me two weeks ago 
and I wrote about your book. I know, I, I loved know it. Thank you. you. Of course I read it. Thank but, you. But, you know, one of the a couple of things that I said was, you know, Amy's the only one I know who will wear a sequin top, top <laughs> a tank top tucked into, like, a high-waisted bright pink, you know, fuchsia you know, skirt. You want to hear a funny story? But that I don't skirt. Want the, but here's the thing about that. I don't, but this is, it was important for me to tell my readers, you're all about fun and games as far as your readers know, but you're a very, very serious and accomplished cook and baker and writer. And so I wanted everyone to know, these are well-tested, beautiful recipes. This is like, it's all about fun, but this is like, there's serious content in here that's very fun. Right, Thank you. I, I, I agree 100%. Yeah. Okay, gotta ask you, what's with the unicorns? I've just always liked unicorns. So They're cute. magical and it's such a little you know, a girly little, thing. Yeah, well, I don't know. They're just. I think it kind of sets the tone. You, if you see my blog, what do you want to eat? Has a unicorn. Yeah, I love it's it. It's gonna be a little weird, right? You're, yeah, but and also, so there. It's a unicorn. It's a Jewish unicorn. Oh, I love yeah. that. That's so cute. I don't know why I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> it's like right on the front there on the no, no. Page. It's, yes. Um, it's not. But here. I just like it's a little whimsical, which is I think kind of like my recipes. So. Yeah, it, and it works for me. And <laughs> when you when you sent us the book, um, some of the kosher food bloggers, you see, it's already been used because I got love a it. Stain. I love that it has a stain on it. Um, it came with blue glasses, so yes. if you <laughs> anyone who watched some of my summer adventures saw my me in blue glasses, I actually hashtagged it blue glasses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool! But, oh, I should have done that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so much fun to. They're, but they're really good glasses. They yeah. actually had really good. Um, yeah, they production. work. Yeah, <laughs> so I I, I, I meant Where? to yeah. bring them in my to wear them. I put in the, I changed cars today. That's okay. <laughs> so they're in. The, I keep them in the in the glove compartment now because I don't need sunglasses so much because as the weather is getting a little nippier. Um, yeah. So can I just as a Rogalach fan? I I don't know if you know. I sold Rogalach on television on oh. QVC. Oh wow! I didn't know. So that. when I saw Tex Mex Rogalach, <laughs> I'm like, this is what my family is gonna have on Sukkot. Yeah. So even though it's after Sukkot, when you're listening, and <laughs> it's before Sukkot now. So this is what I'm gonna be making. I'm actually having my son-in-law's parents come for Sukkot. Okay. From Chicago, and this is one of the treats I'm gonna make for oh, breakfast. Oh, thank yeah. you. That's and, a good one. And and um, everything is. You've written everything for butter. Yes. But what what would be the parv switch out? And you can, you so there's some recipes in there that, I guess you say are naturally parv, like there are some cakes that I use mm -hmm. oil in just because it makes sense. Right. Um, but the ones that use butter, I think are just better with butter. Oh. So you could it's, definitely use margarine, but for me, butter. I'd rather, and you said you're going to make those for breakfast. Yeah, I think so I, you I'm can make a lot of, butter. yeah, I'm, I think, I'm for sure yeah. doing this I think a lot of them would work for breakfast. That one's almost a croissant, so that's totally for breakfast. Oh. And yeah. I think some mm. of the cakes you could use for breakfast, too, so not have to worry about making it parve. But I um, love that you do have oil cakes. Yeah. So your honey cake with pomegranates. Yes. I mean, um, what are some of the other cakes that have oil? So it's just an that easy... That one, and then there's a Simis cake. It's a cake inspired by Simis. Oh, I, so, I think that yeah. was hilarious. So, thanks. <laughs> ba see, black and pink cookies. That's very Amy because... Yes. <laughs> she's so girly girl. <laughs> yes. And it's natural. That's not food coloring that's raspberries can i just show you our favorite picture in this book okay yes. um i'm just having a look i gotta find it quickly i like the, in the gold top thank you <laughs> no, this is this one the bagel one this is the best so this one i didn't okay. even want to put it in the book but i no. put it on instagram and my publisher said that's going in the book i okay. said are you sure <laughs> I, i've got no camera so actually you know what i do a lot of behind the scenes photos of table for two and then we post it after the show was aired so i'm just gonna like yeah. you hold the book <laughs> And I'm going to take a picture of you doing that, and then we're going to post that afterwards. It's actually 
It's. I'm going to describe it. It's. Uh, it looks like a wooden slate, right? It's a, yeah, it's a picnic table. It's a oh, picnic table. <laughs> there are bagels on it, and then Amy's lying on it upside down. So it's hilarious. <laughs> Um, so it's a beautiful picture and bright pink lipstick and she looks really adorable. Thank so you. it's very it's it's brilliantly done. You have helpful tools, helpful tips, and then also it's got some amazing, amazing recipes. Manzel bread, um chocolate ombre layer cookies, um bunt cakes, the Timmis cake as she mentioned earlier. Okay, I'm dying to make this. The blueberry that's lemon my, cheesecake with pretzel in the book. And I'm oh, sad because really? the recipe's a little longer, so the picture had to be kind of small, but that was my favorite pictures, too. Yeah, it's really beautiful. What? I, I also think we should mention that Amy took all the pictures. I did, yes, I took oh, the you pictures. Oh, you're your yes. own photographer? Really remarkable. Yes, thank you. That was tough. Like, that's... Did you? There's a lot of steps in a cookbook, and taking the pictures was definitely a tough thing. And, this, and usually I take them for my blog. I don't have to pass them by anyone, but this one, the publisher has to approve it. And every, it has to make sense with the whole book, too. It can't just be a one-off photo. So it was a that's little so, more involved. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay, so did they came to you, though, right? Like, Yeah, so I actually I had been approached by a different publisher earlier on in my blogging, and I said, great, I made it. I never have to get a real job again. This is it. <laughs> and that didn't work out for a few reasons. One of the reasons is kind of what we were talking about earlier. They were concerned I didn't have a big enough platform at the time. Uh-huh. And I had only been blogging for a year, so... If, you know, of course, it takes time to build yeah, this your following. Audience. There's no shortcut. So this time, when this publisher approached me, it was <laughs> the perfect time. My photography was better. I'd gone to culinary school. Right. Yeah, so well, I like I, my I recipes were better. It, it was it, initially I was upset when the first deal didn't work out, but now I'm so happy it didn't because this is a much better. Are you going to product. do a sequel to this? Eventually, I, I had food. already started oh. on some ideas, doing um, more of a, a savory with some sweet cookbook a little bigger book with, you know, more of everything. And I want to have some party ideas, too, because I'm yeah, a party I, person. So right. I want to have maybe, like, a hummus bar with different types of hummus. And, oh, I love You know, that. fun stuff like that. So I had started on working on that. And then this summer, as I was planning my cookbook tour, my brother and I also purchased a new company. Oh, which, yeah, yes. let's talk about so, that. So Modern that, that is taking up my life right now. So I definitely will do a second cookbook, but... All in good time. Not, yeah, not Enjoy yet. Enjoy the high of this yes, one. Yes, yes. The sugar high of this the one. The sugar high, yes. Well, I was saying sugar high. <laughs> <laughs> My mom came up with that little kind of pun. <laughs> so so um, tell me a little bit more about Modern Tribe. So it's it's similar to my blog in the sense that it's fun, modern Judaica. So it's everything you would need for a wedding gift to just a fun Hanukkah gift, menorahs, mezuzahs. It has everything, but they all have kind of a twist like my recipes. And And who's producing them? Like, are so you the designing products, them? It's a mix of things that we design and then we're buying from different vendors around like the world. Boutique stuff. Yeah. And this, I mean, I'm finding like cool niche stuff on Etsy that you can't get anywhere else. What's Etsy? Etsy is a shopping website. It's E-T-S-Y, E-T-S-Y, right? ETSY. Yeah. yeah I it's, think I heard it's, of it. it is addicting. You can go on and just type in any word like unicorn. And then there's like 4,000 pages of products that you didn't know existed that you want. Oh. That some of them people oh, make. Oh, it's so good. And it's they make some really beautiful things. And a lot of them are handmade. And they're small, you know, boutiques in, all over the world, people right. making them. So it's really cool. So I found like a pillow that says Oive on it that okay. is really cute. All the and cute yeah, just like fun stuff. stuff. But also I found some really gorgeous menorahs that I had never seen before. Right. Well, you know, yeah. it's pretty close if we're at the end now listening to this at the end of Sukkot, like Hanukkah's right down Yeah, Hanukkah's barrel. late this year. It's it doesn't really start late. till, yeah. It's, it's the, I think it's in, um, 
It ends in 2017. I know, it's crazy. We could have two Hanukkahs in 2017. But somebody once told me, and I'd love someone maybe from the audience to maybe verify this um, for me, that maybe in the 1940s, Hanukkah was so late that there was no year, no Hanukkah that whole year because it was in January. Really? I didn't know it could be. That's what this I know the it was during the I've war. I so think. if someone's heard that, I actually heard that when I was living here. I used to live here on the Lower East Side. Oh, yeah. So if anyone knows that, I've tried to look it up on calendar dates. I've had a hard time finding it. But the person that told me was alive at the time, you know, through the war, he was a survivor. So he remembers that year, 19, whatever, in the 40s. Someone who really loves calendar. Right. Some people love maps. You can probably Google it. I'm yeah, I've tried. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. take a look. Yeah, I should probably should just look at a little further. Hanukkah dates in the last hundred but years. With, with Yontif being so crazy late. late this year, I thought, like, maybe, remember when we had Hanukkah and Thanksgiving? We could have Sukkot and Thanksgiving if we can. Oh, yeah. How would we play <laughs> that up? That was Sukkah. Yeah. Sukkah. Yeah, that was Sukkah. Right. <laughs> we had a good time with Thanksgiving. That was that great. That was really, yeah. I, I was sad when that was over because, you know, it's not happening again for another 70,000 years or right. something. Right, I know. We probably won't be here. <laughs> yeah, hopefully planet Earth will be around if right. we don't destroy it with our right. junk. But, Seriously, yeah. yeah. But this year will be fun, I think. With Later it will be overlap with secular new year too so we right. could really do some fun stuff with that yeah, yeah yeah it's fun i'm actually going to be in israel like in january as well oh, so i'm like so am excited. i so am really I. are oh. we going to be there at the same time meet you in jerusalem oh my god that would be great Very i did take my radio show from machana yehuda last year <gasps> wow so much fun i love it I'll you can you too. can go to the nachum siegel network archives and take a look um Nachumsegel.com. Those were great. That we had a great time. There's nothing like going to the shuk and yeah. eating your way through, or eating your way through Israel. Like, yeah, definitely. Everything <laughs> there is fresh and better. You know what they say about Israel? Everything's farm to table. No, but nothing has to travel more than three, four hours. But everything always was farm to table mm-hmm. everywhere. So Liz, let's switch a little bit to talk to you. When when did this whole movement change from farm to table to? Big giant organic was it, in the forties, fifties, sixties. Well, to big giant, not to organic, but to big giant, I think it happened in the fifties when things were, or maybe even in the late forties, where all of a sudden convenience foods became a big thing. Like and TV dinners, that kind TV, of stuff. Yeah, frozen, frozen foods, um, canned foods. Canned foods were happening during the war. I mean, uh, canned foods, frozen foods, TV dinners, all of that. That um, you know, with the movement. People were very excited. They thought that they were convenient foods, and they were convenient. But um, so much of it was processed in order to preserve it. And everything, of course, everything was farm to table. Everything in Israel always was seasonal because they tried very hard, and I think they succeeded brilliantly, to not have to look outside of Israel for food product. So if they weren't growing it, they weren't eating it. Right, and it's still the same now. Of course, and that's why why you can make an Israeli salad here, you know, in New York or in Connecticut, wherever, but unless it's... Unless it's peak of summer tomatoes and, and you've bought your cucumbers from your farmer, it's not going to taste it's, like it's it does flat. in Israel. It tastes flat. It tastes like nothing. Right. <laughs> I had, when I was on Birthright, mm-hmm. um, we had um, gone on a teal, we'd come back, and I was starving. So next door to our hotel was this amazing bakery that was uh, a restaurant, and they had some, that was still open before Shabbat, and like we were the last few people to order, and I ordered this, I don't know, panini, and it came with an Israeli salad. Right now, my mouth is watering. It's been a year and a half since I had it. 
it was amazing and it blew my mind because it was August and that's when tomatoes are in and cucumbers were in. And well, was- also, don't forget with the weather and with the brilliant um, usage of irrigation, the, the growing seasons are very long in Israel. Right. So here, you know, we're like thrilled that we have tomatoes July, August and into September. I mean, we're still harvesting tomatoes at my house yeah. and they're gorgeous. Yeah. We really loved them for Rosh Hashanah, served them many different ways. But, yeah. um, but we've got like three months for tomatoes, max. Right. If you know how to max it out. I, I've, I've been getting a lot in my CSA the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But, you know, you only get like a little handful. You can't feed your whole, if you have a big family, you can't do it. I have one kid living at home now. Everyone right. else is out the door. So, so. Um, you have to supplement at yeah. your farmer's market. You definitely, definitely have to. But there's nothing like those explosional strawberries in January in Israel. Yeah. Or unreal. I didn't realize strawberries were grown in the winter in Israel. Are they grown here in the winter? Uh, not that I know of. I've got seasonal strawberries in Israel in January. It was like an explosion of flavor. Well, things are grown in greenhouses, right? Also. Right, true. Yeah. True. So, okay, so what's in season right now? What, what should so people be looking season? out for? So, you know, squash, it's, it's a big squash season. <sighs> yes. And um, a lot of people have trouble with squash because it's, Why? it's... Some squash is not that delicious inherently, but you have to play with it, you know. Um, like what? Well, I love delicata squash because delicata is the one that's a little, it looks like a very fat cucumber, except it's yellow and it's striped with green, striated and striped. And you can eat the peel. You know this, right? Yeah. 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 And you can eat the peel. So that's really cool because the other reason that people don't love squash is that it's a little bit of a... Uh, fight to get at the flesh of the squash. You have to be very strong with most squashes to cut down into this gourd. And then you have to work at taking out the seeds. And then it's got like that furry stuff, stringy. And you're like, oh, God, this is a lot of work. But you should use a Swiss Y peeler. I don't know if any of you saw my crazy Instagram story. I bought new peelers uh, yesterday. I put on Instagram. There's nothing like, I don't know how to say it. Maybe you guys know how to say it properly. Kuhn I, I, you know that brand, Kuhn Rikon? Oh, I don't even know. I don't know. K-U-H-N-R-I-K-O-N. No, but now we're excited. <laughs> they go through butternut squash. Get yourselves new peelers. Okay. Those people have a dead peeler. Buy yourself a yes. new peeler every six months. Yes. And it goes right through the butternut right. squash. Right. It's amazing. I mean, and, of course, a good knife. Yeah. And I, I love making squash soups because then mm. you can really play with it. If you want it a little sweeter, if you like it a little spicier, I like using, like, Moroccan spices and lots like, of... Like, what's a Moroccan spice? Like, I buy the spice mixes, the Raza Hanout, which are oh, the I love that. Mix, you know, mixture of spices. You can buy it at Whole Foods. You can buy it anywhere. Yeah. I'm sure it's, it's you, um, OU. But, um, yeah, the CRC has one. We're just making a curried squash soup very simple i have stuff on my blog yeah co- but, go to um, kosher like me for that but for i have some... big news which i'm very excited about yeah. i was honored i have to say i was honored to be invited to be on the board of my farmer's market oh, oh very cool. nice in westport and, connecticut yes and because naomi has been to my farmer's market she knows that it's a very very uh string a market with very stringent rules everything is local everything is first tier selling which means yeah the what farmers have to be there to sell to the oh. customer it doesn't go through a middleman because if it goes through a middleman it's been stored somewhere um and oh. everything is organic and everything it has to be local meaning like within 100 miles of where i am in connecticut but I was approached by the director who came out and said to me, we believe that you are an influencer in the Jewish food world. Yes. And we're, we'd like to bring you on as someone who can communicate with the Jewish communities of Connecticut and parts of New York 
to help them to connect the holiday their holiday menus with what's growing. Oh my God! I love and I was that. so Very honored. Cool. I was really, so that's, that's perfect for you. I know. I was that's so like right up your alley. Yes. Yeah, and you was, teach us all. I was so honored. So, um, you know, there. So that's it. So uh, it was. You know, there was like a mock interview. I mean, it was mock because. I had to write, I wrote a note to everyone on the board. It's a very tight little board, like eight people. So everyone really knows each other. And I just told them what my perspective is, which is that Jewish cooking was always seasonal. Right. Always. Right. right. I mean, Apples that's, for Rosh Hashanah I mean, because it's right, right now. It's not a coincidence. Right. It's not a coincidence <laughs> that we were eating potato kugels because our families were from Poland and nothing else was really growing. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's so, um, you know, our cooking was always seasonal. But now now we live in places where we can access beautiful things. And so um, they, they want me to come on and be a voice of Jewish cooking and seasonal eating. And I'm just very honored. No, I, I think that's amazing. Yeah. And you can continue sharing with Table for Two sure. listeners um, some of the stuff that you are learning. I just want to do our What's for Dinner segment, sponsored by our amazing friends at Gourmet Glut. By the way, a shout out to them for um, getting us into the Wall Street Journal. They also had a huge mention as well because their uh, fruit um, managers went to all these crazy places to get these extreme fruits uh, for us, for the Shekhyanos. Um Okay, so... You can buy at Gourmet Glut ready. We're doing stuffed cabbage, by the way. My Bobby's recipe. We're doing my. I bu- saw you posted that. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna look group. at it. See how similar it is to my Bobby's. So, so um, the key for me is getting the leaves already done, right? Oh. Because I didn't know you could do that. You can do that in oh. my supermarket in the five supermarket in the five towns. Gourmet Glut. They actually open up. They steam them and or put them in the freezer that there's two ways you can either steam them let it cool and then separate it out timely process or you can put them in the freezer let them get frozen then thaw them and then scoop out the leaves either way it's a timely process put the whole head in the freezer the whole head in the freezer but gourmet glut now sells in little packets of 10 already made already prepared leaves cleaned ready to use ready to roll stuffed cabbage leaves and I, big enough and, and big, big enough. enough wait they have that's the problem to you get those yeah. little teeny right ones. so you yeah. can get small medium or large leaves wow then you give your choice i'm coming to your neighborhood i buy 10 <laughs> i'm waiting for you liz i'm, I'm waiting <laughs> i actually buy 10 packages at a time and keep them in my freezer because they, it's a seasonal thing that they do like pesach they'll do it and sukkot they'll do it but i want it during the year so i'll take out like 10 15 packages and put them in my freezer because they freeze well too and just defrost them as i need them so that's made it so much easier. So in my meat um, mixture, um, I put a grated onion, four cloves of minced garlic, a cup of panko crumbs. I don't like rice, so I never use rice in any of my cooking. So mm. <laughs> I don't know if Liz knows that about me, but I, I do not eat rice. So um, I use actually panko crumbs. I find it makes the meatball, the meat mixture really fluffy. Um, three eggs, a tablespoon of paprika, a tablespoon of salt, a dash of pepper, and a quarter cup of ketchup. And then mix that together and leave that on the side. Then I prepare a gigantic pot, like at least 12 quarts you need, um, a 12 to 16 quart pot. So I take the three uh, big cans of 46 ounces of Sacramento tomato juice, one and a half cups of ketchup and two tablespoons of tomato paste, three to four fresh lemons squeezed. Fresh lemons, no mm-hmm. bottles. Okay, you all listen to me. You preach, heard me preach 150 shows. <laughs> Fresh lemon. Those shouldn't even exist. Those yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> right. get it. But you know what I put in? Marrow bones. I get ah, three marrow bones. Nice. I want that really meaty flavor. Beautiful. 
So I put some marrow bones, I get everything at Gourmet Glat. If you, uh, two, did I say the sugar? Two cups of brown sugar. If you like it sweet, you can add more. If you like it more tart, you can add in more lemons. It's one of those things, like as my grandmother used to say, Niziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziziz
to and make I, stock. Oh yeah. First of all, okay, I take a elaborate. First of all, I take a Ziploc bag that I keep in my freezer, and I add the ends of all the vegetables, like okay. the ends of the mushrooms and the parts of the leek that I'm not using. I have a bag full of leeks if anyone needs it. Love yeah, <laughs> love yeah. leeks. Well, we use we have leeks for Rosh Hashanah because it's it's Simanim. Uh, yeah, Simanim. Yes. So I have leeks and mushrooms, and um, my friend Scott Cohen, shout out to Scott Cohen, taught me to to save the onion peels. So now I wash onion peels, and I put them in this bag. And I have all sorts of stuff, all the ends of everything, and I take the carcasses, and I put them in big Ziploc bags. And then I take my slow cooker, and I add some water, and I add whatever extra stuff, like overripe tomatoes mm. or whatever. I use those net bags to keep it all contained so yeah, it doesn't yeah. require such... Um, stringent uh uh straining straining yeah and then i have i have containers of soup you know anyone wants soup stock i have it i just do this all the time every couple of months So i don't i don't i'll buy the trader joe soup stock Mm -hmm. or i make my chicken soup just i've put so much bones and meat in there that it's like the stock and the soup all at once um but after shabbat when you have shabbat chicken take those carcasses and freeze them and then on that Sunday, or whenever you feel like it when it's raining, make stock. I should try that. Okay, guys, let's try that together. I mean, throw your slow cooker on for 12 hours on right. low, and you don't even Almost. have to think about it, and the house smells delicious. Yum. It does. I know, whenever you make chicken soup, it's like, it smells like Shabbos. It's a Wednesday, but it smells like Shabbos. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, we are coming out to... Almost an hour is up on Table for Two special edition. Uh-huh. Thursday right after Rosh Hashanah getting together because Amy Kreitzer Thank is you. in the house. Thank you. Um, I know we worked hard to make this happen, so yeah, no, I'm happy I'm to be glad. here. And yes. tonight she has a big uh, cookbook signing. Yes. Um, you want to win this cookbook? Do you want no, to win wanna it? it? <laughs> okay, email me, Naomi at NachamSiegel.com. You have to follow Naomi Nachman and what do you want to eat? on Instagram and let me know that you did that. If you don't have Instagram, just email me directly and you could be in the winning and we will announce it next week after you're listening to this. So um, you can win Amy's awesome book and Amy's actually going to sign mine right now as we tune out for Table for Two because I didn't get her. I didn't get it signed. Oh, we have a, oh, we have about a minute left. Okay, my countdown clock actually is a little off today. So <laughs> I've had to look at Yoni for uh, my, my countdowns. So you're going to sign that book for me. But of if course. you want to win it, everyone, you know what to do. Um, I have a question. Yeah. If you, if you have a minute, can you tell us what you're serving at your book signing tonight? It's at the Center for Jewish History. Yes. In we're having, we're having baklava from the cookbook and the, and the black and pink cookies as well. Oh, I'm excited. And yes. we made them for you. We are having a caterer, which I'm going to look at and we're going to run out of time. And whoever's listening to this, no, Yoni says we're It's okay. done anyway. We're good. Okay. Um, Village Crown is the caterer. Village Crown. Yes. Oh, right here on the Lower East Side. We, when we used to live here, we used to go there for dinner all the time. Fantastic. Well, yes. I can't okay. wait to have dessert at your Me too. Book I've had a tonight. lot of dessert lately. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. We're going to diet later. Yeah. I always <laughs> pro- procrastinate with the diets. We've got kosher feasts and kosher fest coming up. Our next show, I think, is going to be Esti Berkowitz and Menachem Lubinsky from Kosher Feast and Kosher Fest. Going to be a knockout show. So we're very excited. And more talk about Challah Bakes for the Shabbos Project. Also, if you want to come to my private Table for two, bake off in my house. Just email me, Naomi at nachamsegel.com and as well as, you know, for the giveaway. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nacham Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses, when quality and flavor matter. Stay tuned. We have music right up until candlelighting, sponsored by our friends at Kerem. Want to wish you all a Shabbat Shalom. Take care.
Bye. 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 We're waving because we're pretending we have the camera, but Bye. we're waving to each other. Bye. <laughs>